You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. you guys off of the ship as you travel through space and time via the underworld good old uh, duradin is just humming along to the song and singing along uh he's like leave her johnny leave her and um they're swirling around and, and dancing the the men and women of the singing pirate crew are just having a great time how tumultuous is this ride through through space and time well, it's just that they, uh, once you've fast-traveled from one end of the world to the other, you've got to start to slowly pass back into the, the world of the living. Mm. 
and um, it's you just you just being thrust through uh, from one plane to another. Kind of like when you travel in the Nether in Minecraft. You know, you're in the portal, except these guys like to add a musical flair to it. Uh, Dora then smiles at you, um, Arthur, and, and as he keeps singing. I think I'm getting seasick. <laughs> so just just to clarify, since it's been like months since we last recorded, it's there's not been are there, months. <laughs> that's what it feels like. At it's least been at least a year. Uh, <laughs> um, it's been. Is it years. still just one ship or is it two ships? I thought I remember a uh, second ship. You guys are on your own ship, and then the the other ship like right like hooked up with you guys, and they're right. just invading yours and dancing back and forth. Got it. Understood. Yeah. Do you have any reason why I wrote down ghost sex curse? Um, uh, is that well your, your relationship with death? There, there. Yeah. <laughs> Since you guys there up. is a they are cursed to to sing, and that was expositioned earlier. Uh, I guess you could have found him sexually appealing, but there's not a ghost sex. Those are unrelated topics. That's weird. I also <laughs> wrote some kind of acronym here that I have no idea what it means. What's the acronym? G W A T C D R. Nope, no G-W-A-T-C-D-R. I would also like to remind the party that I did name the captain of the ghost ship Ron, and I would like us to not forget that fact. Oh, right. <laughs> he, he did. Yes. Wasn't he um, hot? Maybe that was it. He was, he was hot. I, I, oh, but again, it. it's un- unrelated to him being... He had a sexy voice. I guess you could say sexy, like a sexy cursed pirate. I might have just assumed that there was a curse if I had sex with them. <laughs> I mean, probably. Uh, You're contracting something. I, I, I didn't know. think that was in your plan to happened, do, though. though. I don't think that happened. You didn't. You, you, uh, I've, I've kept the list of everybody. Might have just been a personal note for myself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading what I wrote down here. I also wrote pirate granola. Okay, that one I don't remember. I have no uh, idea. I don't. Where are that you didn't... getting your note? I, I, I do like remember you mentioning granola. granola. I think you were just hungry. I think Q and you were just hungry for granola. Yeah, were you just going to go get granola? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think she I asked for know. it. I think, I think she commanded somebody, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I... Pirate granola? Oh, yeah, I have anyway. ghost pirate dill. Mm. That's Captain, <laughs> Would you stop hitting on my NPCs? You have to tell us that they're death. ugly then. You have to yeah, tell us that they're literally, ugly. No. You're gonna be like, oh my I god, create... he's such a hot guy who's like undead or a god of death. Like, you know me. Also, you know Q. It has been very well established what their type I, is. People I'm who are more powerful it... than them. And a ghost pirate is kind world. of outranks them. They're, I mean, they're immortal, I'm but they're dead. I'm just trying to appreciate they're the beauty of the world that you've created, Brennan. Yeah. All right, shall we, Q can, shall we move on Q can on spot with the a plot? toxic relationship from a mile away. You just can't keep them from <laughs> He can't stop him. <laughs> We've been recording He's for like He's trapped in the underworld. Done <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, speaking of it, Ron dances over to you, Q. And uh, he continuously, he's continuing to sing the song, uh, The Sea Shanty, The Rest of the Pirates Are. And um, he stops for a second and he says, What is wrong with you? Why aren't you singing? Oh, I'm not like really big on singing. Why not? It's just like not really my vibe. You guys are doing a great job, though. I don't really want to take that away from you. Thank you. Thank you. 
It'll only be a little while longer. Yeah, no, I don't really mind listening, so it's good. Yeah, it's good for me. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Captain Sinead, uh, your your crew starts joining in and they start singing uh, the shanty along with the with the other ones. Um, the uh, in the distance you can see uh, the exit to, from the underworld into a bright, bright expanse. The light emanating from this hole in space time is uh, too bright to see what's on the other side, but you can see what the exit is. This is an ancient uh, an ancient land that exists before time. Uh, in space, it's you can tell the how old it is and how pre-exists all life. Um, you notice the exit. There's a giant like blinking neon sign that says exit. And it's pointing towards it, um, so you know it's where you're supposed to go. And your your crew is uh, ignoring it as they sing along. <laughs> um, I'm gonna walk over to Captain Ron. Um, so does traveling through like s- space and time and uh, multiple dimensions is that going to add any like wear and tear to my to my ship as we do that or do I have to should I have like prepared for this am I is there gonna be <laughs> damage like what what should I be expecting I definitely feel like um. I have some internal damage is <laughs> <laughs> Arthur vomiting again well, he might be <laughs> um he says. Did you not get that covered in the warranty? No, I was not. Uh, and she shoots a glare over to Derwin. I was not given a, a warranty. I was not given any warning that we were coming here. So now I'm just trying yeah. to minimize the damage as much as possible. What's a warranty? Arthur? This is what you I'm working with. Is. This is what I, I'm actively working with every day. Is that a type of devil magic? Do with and get a fucking clerk. <laughs> I don't, I cannot afford the overhead. You certainly can. You're like a million years old. You have to have some interest built And you work up. directly for the royalty. Oh God, I'm going to be <clears throat> sick. Of, I have of, no of Avalon. concept of money. Yes. Um, he says, the only problem is when you travel a great distance through time and space. There's a rough sort of dismount into the world. Got it. I think we can possibly handle that. Just make sure that when you exit, nobody falls off. You'll be trapped in the land of death forever. You hear that, Arthur? Get away from the edge. Well, then get me a bucket or something. We'll just Um, die you off. Uh, the river that you are on, uh, you can see on either side the the, the uh, great expanse of fields and fields and fields. You can see some souls wandering all about, uh, milling about the, the fields. They look like wheat, could be um, some other grains. And you can see everybody who's died on, on land recently as the river flows through. The exit approaches. Um, Q, you notice uh, some people are waving at you from the uh, from the land. I like look. I kind of like cautiously raise my hand and just back and forth a little. Do I recognize them? The you do not recognize them, but they seem to recognize you. Huh. I just kind of do an awkward little wave and then kind of look around. The, the river starts to slosh back and forth as it gets more and more rapid, funneling you uh, towards the light. Some of the water splashes onto you, Q, and it feels cold, and it's completely absence, absent of Lady Arbol and her power. 
Oh, I miss her. I mean, that's that's all. I just I just kind of like oh. <laughs> Captain Arthur, I think feels slightly better though. Oddly enough, I'm just feeling a little bit less uneasy. Yeah, you get splashed by the water, and it's the first time you felt uh, water on this ship that um, <laughs> that didn't taste like Lady Arbol. Um Unless you sailed on fresh water, which I don't think you have. Oh, great. And that's not what I meant. And then how did you mean it? I meant, like, the the water... Never mind. It didn't taste like the ocean. You know what I meant. You guys are children. Then why wouldn't you just say it tastes like the ocean? (laughs) Why didn't you say the water tastes like it... Or the water that hits you doesn't hate you? I I don't know. I'm not one to victim blame, but you literally bring this on yourself. Okay. (laughs) I did not. I was describing the water. How am I supposed to differentiate between the ocean water and the river water? I think Arthur decides it tastes a little bit like green tea. I'm not salty. I'm just. I'm just saying this is fine. No, the ocean has salt in it. The ocean water tastes salty. Fresh water doesn't. It's like water 101. We're not in the solo episodes. I can bully you again. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I give know. you permission I, to bully him in the solo I, episodes. I Feels never, like a little mean took... when it's just one on one. I like the three on one better. <laughs> the ship is sailing on the river to, through. The land. Is this like uh, a Viking river cruise? It, no, it's a river through a land of, of fields. I don't know what a Viking river cruise is. You no, guys aren't nothing, Vikings. Nothing. No, oh my fine. god, it's I don't fine. even know what that means. I could be though. I could be a Viking. If I just <laughs> anyway, uh, Arthur, you see a few people wave to you from the shore. Hello, good to see you. <clears throat> and he kind of like tries to pick himself up a little bit more after vomiting into a bucket. They previously they look a little, their heads cock a little bit. These dead spirits who've died on land, and they they kind of give you that tilted look. Like, are you okay? Like you you doing okay? Hello, good morning. Yes, uh, all good. Easy easy entry into this realm. Good to see you. Wipes his fucking mouth. Um, it's filled with vomit. <laughs> um, Sinead, you notice that uh, your crew is also getting nods from some of the people who are collecting on the side of the river as you blow past them at the speed. Uh, an unnatural speed. The sails, interestingly enough, aren't even billowing. Um, it's The river is pulling along with its own current. But you, Sinead, nobody seems to be waving at you from the sides of the river. Hmm. Interesting. A little rude. <laughs> so, Nate, would you like to do anything? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna like look, like see if, like look to see if anyone is waving at me. Uh, you find that none of the spirits are even looking at you. Uh, all these souls of the dead peacefully walking around um, the infinite field. It looks like Kansas. The infinite field of of wheat. Um, are none of them look your way at all? Okay, uh, Sinead gets a little, a little bit of a smile on her face. Just, 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 a, little, just a little bit. Um, you notice that the, the beacon of light is approaching faster and faster, and, uh, you can hear, you can hear Ron. <laughs> uh, whenever you named him Ron, I erased what I made his original name, so I don't even remember what his name was Aww. supposed to be. So he's canonically Ron now. Well, I, I I think I asked if he had a name. He's like, oh, no, I don't have a name. I was like, okay. I, I do. I have that written in my notes. I don't have a name well, anymore. He, was, he has a name. He does have a name. Well, he, he said <laughs> he, he didn't because my notes said that he said he didn't. He was lying about not having a name. Yeah, he definitely said that he did not have a name. Okay. Are we done? 
There I'm just go. saying, we're just... Suddenly we remember. Fact checking. <laughs> for the wake Um. Uh, Captain uh, Sinead, you can hear Ron singing. We're going to miss the exit, but I don't mind. I could always use more crew. I. How do I get us to the exit? Um. You have to have the ship. You would assume the ship is, uh, going along the main current of the river. It's breaking uh port. You've got to swing at starboard. Um. The you can feel a little bit of wind picking up that you can use to break away from the current. Uh, but it's fast approaching. If you miss it, you will be locked in the underworld for a very long time. All right, Sven, get us going starboard. Go, quickly. They are singing too much and dancing. Hello, hello. Let's go. Let's get moving. I slapped someone in the face. You happen to slap Enrique. Enrique I was thinking Enrique. (laughs) (laughs) Enrique Enrique shakes his head. Yeah. And he's like... My apologies. What the hell is the crew doing? We're going to miss the exit. Yes, get them. Let's go. We need to move. Shake them awake or something. I don't know. Shake them? You can use force, Enrique. Oh my god, I slap him again. I I start going and shaking people. Okay, um, it doesn't quite work, but you see Enrique just come up and slap Chinzo. And Chinzo shakes his head and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gets awake again. All right, I see then, that, and I start hitting people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wake up, you maggots! <laughs> Violence is the only thing they'll respond to. <laughs> um, so you can hear Arthur screaming that <laughs> loudly as you all slap your crew, who each slaps a couple more. It's like a nuclear chain reaction. Not that you guys would know what that is. And um, as more and more get slapped awake until finally your whole crew... Um, is snapped out of their days. They are have finally stopped singing the sea shanty. And um, the singing pirates are hopping back onto their own ship. Uh, their job is done. Uh, Ron says, It's been a pleasure to sail with you, Captain. I give him a little salute. <laughs> As I'm uh, he... making the ship move. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the crew hops to and, uh, start and swings the sails. Uh, the ship starts slowly turning starboard. It looks like you are about going to make it. Before I start making you roll for this, Captain, um, you can see Ron, uh, the last one on your ship, jauntily walking over to his own. He starts, uh, sauntering over the gangplank. gangplank. You can hear him, uh, hum to himself. And once he crosses over, the entire ship dissipates into uh, water. It washes over your ship, ghosts and all, and you're alone, hurtling down the river of death. Sinead, you've got to turn the wheel and guide the ship right into uh, the portal back into the world of the living. Pull too far to the right, or pull too far starboard, you'll run aground and miss it completely, and your ship will be run, uh, grounded onto the land of the world of the dead. Too far port, and you'll be swept along the river and be lost eternally also in the land of the dead, and all the souls of the dead 
who uh, did not make it to this world's version of Elysium, who died on land, will be peacefully walking around you, and you'll be stuck here forever. So, to make sure you nail this thing straight on, it's going to be a heck of a sailing raise. So, resolve plus sailing. You can use any banked sailing raises or any raises that you have. Okay, um, good. Because <laughs> I only have one banked sailing raise, but I have three other extra raises, so... Cool. So, um, to make things interesting here, this is going to be relatively difficult. So, um, you get a zero, and you run the ship aground, and the, the Lady Morgan is destroyed. Uh, the hull is vaporized, and you guys are in the infinite field of death. Uh, Rob? Can Arthur assist by going into the rigging and, like, helping with the sails and such? Absolutely. You may add your, your raises. Uh, Q, would you like to assist at all? Yeah, I'm going to try and just manage the crew and tell them where they need to be. Since I'm not really good in the whole, like, strength department, I more have, like, leadership skills. Gotcha. So, um, Arthur, that's also going to be Resolve plus Sailing. Um, but for you, Q, it's going to be Panache plus Sailing. Um, <clears throat> here's how it's going to work. The ship is going to run aground at zero and be destroyed. Uh... For each raise over that, it's going to be it's going to run aground, but take minus uh, one dramatic wound on the ship. So if you can get spent four raises on this, then the ship um, will run aground but not be damaged. Uh, one over that, and you're going to continue down the river um, and miss the portal, but still be able to uh, sail the Lady Morrigan. If on the sixth raise uh, you're able to hit the portal, but not quite right. And part of the ship will get stuck <laughs> in the land of the dead. And you'll be missing part of the ship. Um, on the seventh raise, you will get all the way through the portal unscathed. Um, but your landing will be rather rough. Um, you'll do significant damage to the ship and maroon the Lady Morgan and its crew. <coughs> the eighth raise uh, and on will do progressively less damage to the ship upon the landing. And if you make more than the threshold to uh, land, stick to landing completely, I'll let you know, and you can uh, bank those raises for later. Um, how many raises did y'all get? I got two tens. Four, Dang! Two. Oh, That's nice. what I got. I also got two tens, so I got five raises as well. Oh my god, I got, I got three. What the fuck? <laughs> I told you, okay. I'm so good at leadership skills. So, um, now that Arthur's no, useless in combat, he just embraced 12, the right? sailor life, so. Twelve. That is exactly how many you needed. Wow. <laughs> We're so expedient. This isn't scripted. I am, yeah, I'm not kidding. No, yeah, like, we one... wouldn't expect me to do bad on this roll, but I rolled, like, three <laughs> ones, so, yeah. Oh, so, so what this looks like, I want to roleplay this really quick. Um, so, Sinead, you're turning the wheel, and it, it's just under the weight of trying to go against uh, the current and also the like the nervousness of um, the hundreds of souls that have been gathering on the shores to watch this um, in the infinite dark fields around you the distress starts to, to crack the wheel and um, you're starting to lose control of the, over the rudder uh, the wheel starts spinning without actually turning the ship very much however um Arthur gets five raises in the rigging. So what does that <laughs> look like? You, 
one off from half sailing the ship into the uh, into the the itself. Yeah, like treasure (laughs) treasure planet style. I've like rigged it up so I'm just like holding two ropes like at a weird (laughs) angle, so I'm catching the wind just right. (laughs) This fake dead people wind that's being produced. Uh, I love how I can make up the physics in like the underworld. So. Yeah, get, um, get a blank check. Q uh, four raises for managing the crew. <laughs> what does that look like? Yeah, like I said, Q's strength lies in their leadership skills. I am ordering people around. I'm keeping people on task. Every now and then, someone starts singing again, and I'm like, "Hey, get focused." <laughs> um, and then also, like, kind of taking note from Sinead, uh, what she needs done and making sure, just going up and down between the decks and things to make sure everything's getting handled. I'm just whirling right. back and forth. All right. Um, so, uh, the Lady Morrigan, uh, captained by Captain Sinead, and the crew under her that makes the ship sail freely, even as the the wheel for uh, as the wheel fails, and the helm of the ship gives in, and the rudder begins to shred along the current. The Lady Morgan sails through the River of Death, through the portal, and you're all blinded completely uh, by the light as it enters your eyes. Uh, you can feel uh, a rush of hot, hot air. In, uh, in the form of wind blowing against you. Any of you who have hair, it is completely perpendicular to your scalp. It is like being in a wind tunnel, not that you would know what that is. And the Lady Morgan, you all get the sense, you know whenever you are you wake up from a dream and you're falling, you all have that feeling. The ship itself, um, she has that feeling if she, if she were completely anthropomorphized. And you continue falling and falling and falling until finally you feel a giant and a splash. All of you are jerked forward onto the deck and slammed. Um, the, Does Arthur uh, fall anybody from the rigging? Was, yeah, I would say anybody who is not on the ground, um, anybody who's not on the on the deck of the ship, so basically just Arthur, um, you fall from your... You and the rest of the sail, sailors fall from your position up high above the deck and sustain... Uh, a mild head in- injury and one dramatic or one minor wound. Um, you feel dizzy, dizzy and nauseous upon the impact of falling twenty feet. <laughs> so yeah. So Arthur, do you say anything on your way down? Uh, I think he got the wind knocked out of him after falling <laughs> from the sails. So I think he's just gasping. Gotcha. You feel in the an extreme sense of nausea building up and the need to throw it. Where's the bucket? Get the bucket again! <laughs> Enrique fetches the bucket and gives it to you. Uh, I think he can't make it and I, Arthur throws up on Enrique's shoes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Enrique. I just, I just couldn't hold it any longer. Enrique says, uh, my mistake, I should have been faster with the bucket. I yes. see you don't travel between planes of death very frequently. Yes, no, but this was your fault for the bucket. No, definitely. Uh, Sinead, your crew is all in various uh, amounts of disarray. Nobody seems to be lost. Um, the ship is completely intact. The only thing that seems to be amiss is Arthur is puking his guts out on Enrique's shoes. It's not, right. not unusual. Executive order. <laughs> we will not be traveling to any sort of otherworldly dimension without specifying with me beforehand 
Is that clear? Ah, where's the fun in that, Captain? They're Widden. I'm going to throw you off if you don't shut up right now. I'll kill him. I'll do ah. it. I'll slit him. <laughs> I don't There's care nothing you can how do. old he is or how powerful he is. <laughs> He's such a good I life. can transport back to my tower anytime. And anything I want with me as well. Why don't you do that right now? Then that why would can't you get a clerk? <laughs> uh, honestly, I thought about teleporting the whole ship without the whole dead thing. But you wanted some plants, and I thought it would be more fun this way. Someone get him out of my sight, the please, anybody, before I throw some punches go at an home. old man. Just Arthur, go he's your problem. Do, do with it, mate. Go home. We'll see you later. <laughs> um, he says, you'll have to catch me first. And he starts running away. Where? Give me your gun, uh, Q. To the other I side don't of care. the ship. As long as I don't have to deal <laughs> with him right now. <laughs> Q, there actually is a gun that's on the ship because the, the ship got tossed around so much. There's like open barrels of gunpowder, guns, and food like strong, like strewn across the deck. Arthur's going for one. Is there one in his vicinity? I'll shoot. I'll shoot at him yeah. to make him go away. <laughs> um, the there's a gun about a foot away from you. I'm gonna I'm gonna mosey my way over to it. By that I mean I'm gonna dive for it. All right, you grab the gun. The rhythm's running away. Uh, Arthur Arthur checks to see if it's loaded. It is loaded. Uh, the powder's not wet either, somehow. Okay. He's just going to line it up and try to shoot. I, he's literally just going to try to shoot him. Yeah, just straight at him. All right. So I'm not going to make you uh, roll the aim as you would have for this, because as you hear a giant bang, it turns into a crow and flies away. And with it, uh, Duradin uh, disappears. Thank you. God. You can hear him going, Ah, that was fun, Arthur. I can't wait to do this again. Fuck you, Dewey. Fuck yourself. (laughs) Don't come back. (sighs) Like, Like you guys were friends or something? I mean, you've seen what he's like. It's not really, it's not really like he has friends. It's just, Queen keeps him around and he's, He's kind of a national treasure in himself, a bit of an oddity, and is quite powerful. But yeah, he is difficult to tolerate. Mm-hmm. But, so, like, where the fuck are we now? Well, we should be in the vicinity of the, uh, the merchant's coin. Right? Hopefully, we don't have to go backwards, do we? We didn't miss our stop, right? Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like 
story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly. So um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. Um, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And, um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale, and then... Um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, We're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But They'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, They'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um, Yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um... And thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. You uh, see in the distance a um, a tropical-looking island, not unlike the Isle of No Name. This one is distinctive, though. You can tell this is not uh, where you've been before. It has beautiful sand beaches that you can see and some palm trees. You were too far away to notice anything else except for the extensive beaches and the foliage. Um, as far as you can tell, it's the only mass of land anywhere around you. The warm air and the unfamiliar color of the ocean hints that you have made it to the land of Cathay. Anybody who has not been here before and knows nothing about it would just think you're hella lost. Um, Anybody who's very learned would know exactly where you are. So I think that's just, what, the sailor and the scholar? Which which of the three of you knows where Cathay is? Q? Probably the one that that knows all the languages. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, So Q, Sinead... 
Would you know where Cathay is? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> and Arthur, would you? Knight of Avalon? Um, I would probably know of Cathay. I just probably wouldn't know anything else about it that is, besides yeah. it exists. Like it's a, Yeah, it's I think gotcha. yeah, that's the same for Sinead. She's heard of Cathay mm. and has probably seen do they have pictures <laughs> in this universe? Probably not. They're um, all really bad. They're like stick figures. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. Has heard of it. So, I mean, they'd have like paintings though. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, some like China, some porcelain. Yeah. Things from there, maybe yeah. in like a rich person's house. Silk? Tea. Um, spices. You notice Captain Sinead on the port side. Uh, an unfamiliar hand, uh, a beautiful deep tan clad in red and gold uh, where uh, grabs onto the side of the ship and pulls over. I uh, see a young man um, with a spear and uh, trimmed facial hair looking at you all. Uh, you see him turn around and uh, yell something in a foreign language. Cathay, only Q would get it, saying, um, it's safe, come up. And uh, more of uh, warriors dressed like him, they climb onto the ship as well. Anybody who looks over the port side, um, guessing one of you has a view, you can see a rowboat has rowed out to where you were. Um, and uh, the, its, crew, its crew of half a dozen people are climbing up onto the ship. Last up is a, uh, is a beautiful woman, middle-aged, um, with a square jaw um, and a golden sash. Um, the side, the sides of her head oh, yeah. are very, are cut very short. Um, and she has sort of a buzz cut on top. Uh, she has hoop earrings and, um, wearing, uh, beautifully draped clothes over one shoulder. The other one is exposed on her right hand. Um, she is holding a very thin sword that looks to be about the, about the width of a kitchen knife, to be honest, with a tiny, with no much of a hilt at all. And her left hand is rested on her hip. Uh, she has, on her square face, she has large cheekbones and um, an expressionless smile. That's sort of regal. She speaks... <clears throat> permission to board? Does she speak it in a language that I understand or no? Uh, no. Yeah, wait a minute. No. You <laughs> um, understand. <laughs> I, I look toward Sinead and I said they'd like to board. Um, sure. Uh, just maybe a few. Just, uh, I, I look over and I say, a few of you can come, yes. She says, uh, in, um, in Avalonian, actually, Oh, I've, uh, my apologies. I should have asked which language you prefer. I, I do speak Avalonian. I speak every language, actually. Um... You have the largest hat. You must be the captain. And she walks over to you and offers her hand. Uh, yes, that that would be correct. And I take her hand in the way that she offered it to me. I don't know. <laughs> you shake hands. Yeah, I don't know. Um, she uh, then says, that is how you greet each other in, uh, in Avalon. And you're a part of the world, I, I believe. Yes. And around here, we... Uh, and she claps her hands in front of her um, with her hands about uh, level with her face and gives a, a slight bow. Um, she greets you in Cathay. 
hand. I returned the greeting. Yeah, me too. Uh, Arthur, <laughs> I guess, picks himself up from, from the exploded gun. <laughs> <laughs> and hastily looks around and also does the clap and the bow. <laughs> but he like a minute late. He definitely looks like he's been vomiting all morning, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, Captain, your friend is he? Is he ill? We have we brought some herbs in case uh, in case our new visitors were not feeling well. Is he sick or something? Yes, he is a, a, a sickly old man. He needs all the all the help he can get. We would much appreciate it. She looks very stern, and she says, "I believe he's younger than I am." Oh, well, I, looks can be deceiving. Sinead, I'm he always telling you to respect your elders, and this is why. <laughs> she, she says, am, am I too old to, to, to be a leader? I'm, you know, I've been around the age of 50 for quite some time. You do, oh, not I don't age as I used to. I've been, it's a long story. Oh, not at all. 50 looks great on you. Thank you. Thank you. I activate my virtue. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, and you, uh, you speak with an accent. Is that Montaigne? Uh, in, in Montaigne, I say, is that it's correct? Impressive, she says back in uh, Montaigne. Hmm, it is what it is. What brings this uh, strange ship to the land of Cathay? Out of the sky, I might add. Not, most visitors don't quite come much like that. Um, I kind of look toward Janae and then look back, and in Avalonian, I say, We come seeking a merchant's coin, a very specific artifact. Have you heard of this? She uh, looks expressionless uh, once again, and um, she looks at each, uh, each of the three of you. And says, Well, I know exactly where it is. In fact, I am in possession of it. It was lost back in the old days from the original empire of what is now Vodachi before it fell and the rest of Thea became their own nations. A merchant left it here. Maybe, uh, I would say, A thousand, two thousand, fifteen hundred years ago. It's a very old coin. Ah, uh, so a bit of a <clears throat> artifact for you people, I would assume then. Yes. Where are my manners? <clears throat> Let me introduce myself. I am Lady Mo. Lady Mo. Okay. Pause while everybody writes that down. <clears throat> <laughs> right. Um, I don't. She no said, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure every one of us wrote hearts next to her name as well. <laughs> Even if these cowards. Yes, actually. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right next to Milf with the buzz cut. Stop. No, you. Okay, I will say just public service announcement. Nobody is going to bang a national hero from my father's ancestral town. God, okay? you just make her so Nobody. Hot. No. I nobody's gonna do well, this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your national real hero is histo- uh, historical figure. <laughs> Brennan, you're the GM. You can only let us do as much as you can let us do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm putting can, my foot down. She can refuse at any time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, she says... Doesn't mean she's not a male. I'm so... I don't think she... she, she, she I mean, are anyway, you calling her um, ugly? Is that what you're saying, Brennan? No, I'm saying that so she, she is has... Hot. You should be pink. <laughs> I think we've come yeah, so far she's since season one. Hot. There's nothing in I'm between. So There's no in between. It's a binary system. <laughs> There's the gender am, binary. Ugly or hot. We're, we're hot back or not. on... The ocean proper, so I can't have Lady Arbol sink all of you. But you said okay, that Lady Arbol's presence wasn't I'm in ins- this part of the. Or wait, yeah, we're on the river, no. right? I thought we were. No, you you've made it out of the river and you're in oh, the you're right, in the right, okay, in the real world. never mind. So do it. So kill me, Brennan. Kill Q. <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm 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 inches. I'm inches. I'm I'm getting there. Everybody, tone it down. You don't have to bang everyone you meet. I just observing based on the description you sent us that she has certain and, milfy qualities uh, anyway um <laughs> so she says <laughs> well i can explain how it came into my possession men and uh, each one of them, about three men, three women in her uh, in her guard, they take out uh, what looks to be weaponized kitchen knives, <laughs> and they start tossing them uh, in the air, and um, they uh, salute with each of them. Are we fighting? Is that what we're about to do? <laughs> she Arthur says, grabs his um, sword and can, oh my God. <laughs> is just in guard position a little bit confused. <laughs> Like, not sure if that was, uh, like, a, a, a greeting <laughs> or a threat. She says, Oh, <clears throat> the sick one, would you... Not to the death, but for a bit of fun, would you would you like a duel? Um, right now? No time as the present. Arthur kind of looks to Q, because he's not sure if he's, like, missing some sort of political thing, and is not... Q, should I, should I do her? Yeah, go for it. Is this the right thing to do? Well, like, I mean, don't kill her, but like, you know, go, you know, fight her. Well, yeah, she can probably handle herself. She looks very sure of herself. I mean, Sinead literally has this, the dueling sword from death. I feel like that would be kind of the obvious choice to let her do it. I mean, I'm, I'm like done. I once you duel death, who else do you duel? I'm fine. I guess I'll take a swing at it. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, you approach forward. Um, so this is not so I and <laughs> we're just gonna make this for the, uh, a raw since it's not like there's nothing at stake it's just a formality um like greeting if you will yeah. it's gonna be a just a raw um, weaponry um, plus finesse roll um so instead of the dueling tactics um she says uh, she says something in Cathay that uh, you don't recognize Arthur uh, Q you recognize that it's uh, the lieutenants, 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 lieutenant. So the lowest ranking, weakest of um, her uh, of her six compatriots um, is, steps forward. Um, they all look pretty much identical, but Q, you know that it's the, the most inexperienced of all of them. Um, he steps forward uh, with his kitchen knife and um, says in Avalonian, you make the first move. Are you... Do you want a bigger sword? He he just he doesn't respond. Completely expressionless. He just just kind of looks at you. Uh, okay. Um. Fine. Should should be should be quick work. Um. So Arthur's still feeling a little bit 
squeezy, and uh, he only got one raise, so... Alright, I got six. Um, <laughs> Sinead is over here eating, like, spiritual popcorn. Like, like <laughs> waiting true. to see this go down. Eating you the pirate just uh, eat off of my misery. <laughs> so, uh, he steps forward, and in fairness, I got two times, but still. Um, and, uh, with his kitchen knife, quickly dispatches, your, your sword goes flying, uh, flying a different direction, and then embeds itself straight up in the, um, uh, in the ship's deck. Uh, he gives a quick bow, and thanks you for, uh, for the duel. Uh, Arthur is just like, well, I imagine that fucking hurt, so he's like, shaking his hands, like, oh, good, good duel, bow, bows again. Um, and just feels <laughs> embarrassed and disgusting. <laughs> um, you did get one raise, so uh, I will say I'm assuming you spent it on this. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> okay. Um, so you were able to block the first the the first blow before um, he dealt like a, a five wombo combo on you and sent your sword flying. Uh, Lady Mo steps forward and says to Sinead. Um, it is rare that anybody can block even one of our strikes. You should be proud of your... Uh, what rank does he have on this ship? Uh, I don't know. I think he just is whatever he wants to be. <laughs> Al, have you never seen the bosun, right? Just as long as we're... <laughs> or the quartermaster well, or something. We'll figure so, it out. So this is, this is a little just sneak behind the curtain in Arthur's mind. In this moment, Arthur so wants to pull rank and be like, well, actually, I'm a knight of Avalon. But since he just got his ass kicked, he, like, doesn't want to rep his country, really. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, um, he probably wouldn't, Avalon probably, sucks. like, bragging that you're a knight of Avalon to cafe probably will not be the best decision. Yeah, so yeah. he just keeps calling. Like, oh, what just... are you going to do, colonize them again? Oh, <laughs> I was not part of that. Did not participate. Uh, uh, yeah, just so everyone knows, the Opium Wars, whenever, uh, whenever Avalon declared war on Cathay and tried to destroy their blockade just so they can sell them drugs twice, happened in universe. Okay, anyway, um, but, uh, Lady Mo says, Our little state of, uh, of Karat is where we hail from. My husband was the governor. And when he was away, our rivals, a different tribe of Cathayans, uh, decided to try and take us over. They invaded and locked up every man in uh, every man in our nation and took all of our weapons. Oh, really? Indeed. So, I did the responsible thing. I told them all that while my husband was away and they were taking advantage of that, it was such a clever move that we reward them with food. So we asked for all the kitchen knives they could find, and we were going to make uh, the greatest Cathay meal. Cathay has the best food in all of Thea, of course. So we made them a meal, and then while they were, were eating and drinking Be Merry, and they all slept, uh, some of the other cooks and I, it's about me and 11 other women, I believe, broke into the area where they were keeping the soldiers, Broke them all out, handed them the kitchen knives, and drove them away. For my cunning, uh, the goddess of the ocean, and she looks like really proud of herself, um, uh, made me, uh, gave me a naturally long life. 
And to this day, we wield kitchen knives. Wow. You're pretty good with them. (laughs) Thank you. As is such, what my husband, the governor of Karat, was away doing was recovering a certain artifact that we had heard about in legend in a different part of Cathay. Um, she digs into a satchel who's holding that she has and holds up a beautiful um, Roman, basically, coin made of the most fluorescent. Uh, it looks like white gold or silver, um, maybe a metal you don't recognize. It glows brightly. Um, and she says, the merchant's coin, a token of peace between Cathay and the West from 1500 years ago. We respect wit around here and the ability to think the ability to win through unconventional means and she places it back in the satchel and she says and so you will have to beat us in a battle of wits if you are going to take this this coin belongs to the most clever the most cunning the most ruthless of anybody to sail the seven seas if you can outsmart us then it is rightfully yours. If not, you may stay with us as long as you'd like, but you will never get this coin. Does that sound fair? Hmm. I suppose. How do we go about uh, the Battle of Wits? If you would like, anybody who would come with us, we have room on the boat for about five more. Who would you like to row ashore? I, well, I look for Janaid and Arthur. Uh, we've got to take all the main characters, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh-huh. three. Can I just leave us behind? You can take Giuseppo's vial of half soul. <laughs> I mean, does that even count as a person? We're just carrying. Yeah, is he not a carry on in our pocket? Uh, Wait, he. Well, the thing is, what was the name of the He's German also- crewmate? <laughs> That we Jinzo. talked to the Oh, way. yeah, what was his oh. name? It was, uh... Not Jinzo? Uh... Uh, no, was it William? I don't know. Hans? German. Oh, Greg? Greg! Greg! <laughs> it was Greg! Hello! <laughs> <He> wanted... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Greg shows up. There's four of you. Uh, so, uh, he... Giuseppo's half-soul, it counts as a carry-on. It's included in the cost of travel on <laughs> Cathay Airlines. <laughs> Um, I will say it is the dumb half because Lady Arbal has the heroic half, so I don't know how much use he will be of, but he is he is free. Um, there's four. If you guys want to take a fifth, or go with just the four of you. Uh, the problem is, it's like we can't take Enrique. He's no gonna he's not gonna be of any use in a battle of wits. <laughs> yeah, he's actually pretty smart. I've yet to see that in action. <laughs> yeah, it's worse. <laughs> Whoa, Una. Yeah, Una. Una. She's a doctor. Okay. Um, She's kind so of a doctor. Una... <laughs> She's the closest thing to a doctor you're going to find on a pirate ship in Seventh Sea. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Una walks up, and uh, the five of you are decide- des- descend onto the rowboat. Lady Mo goes first, uh, then uh, each of you, and then her guard. The 12 of you are in the rowboat. And uh, her guard begins uh, rowing away. Um, Sinead, who would you like to put in charge in your absence? Uh, we got Shinzo and Enrique, right? As the two the two NPCs that are left on this boat. 
yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put Enrique in charge. Gotcha. And Chinzo would be the first mate, I assume? Sure. Yeah, whatever. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, do can you roll... Another fucking mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you, uh, can you roleplay that as you're being rowed away? Uh, Enrique, you've got it taken care of, yes? Aye, right, Captain. Good. Chinzo, behave yourself. I will do my best. Hey, why didn't you put me in a charge? Because you've been giving me a lot of attitude recently, and I don't appreciate it, so you're first mate for today. I'm older than Enrique. I don't care. I'm the youngest on the ship. What does age have to do with literally anything? That is a good point. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Um, you uh, row the, uh, the beautiful light blue seas into uh, the light sand beach. Um, the water is the warmest you have ever felt, a stark contrast from that of the North Avalonian Sea. It's so warm, in fact, that uh, if you put your hand into it, it feels really the same temperature as the hot air outside. It's hard to even tell whenever it's wet. A little spout of water comes up and uh, turns into uh, a pair of... Um, uh, vaguely feminine blobs of water and they dance uh, together in unison on the side of the ship. They coalesce into one blob of water, they come up and they splash on Q's cheek. Aww. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> the ship hits, uh, the, the rowboat hits, uh, runs aground and the crew all get out and they pull you ashore. <sighs> Is that Each is that you. offer for medicine still on the table? I could definitely use some water <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> um, one of the crewmates, actually the one that like destroyed you in the duel, grabs um, some herbs and some what looks to be a little bowl of clear water, uh, mixes them together and hands it to you. Oh, thank you, dear chap. Appreciate it. What, what was your name? The one that so righteously kicked my ass just now. Um, he smiles, uh, and he says, uh, my name is Noi. Noi. It nice means little. Meet you. Is Arthur know that? Probably. Nah, he, <laughs> he says that. <laughs> he, oh, oh. <laughs> he assumes you don't know that. Um, you drink it of it, and, uh, you feel, uh, it restores your mind a wound, and, uh, you feel the nausea leaving your body. Oh, that's so much better, Noi. Thank you. Now, say, um, I'm a bit short-handed in terms of weapons. You see, my sword's back and stuck in the, the, the ship that we just left. Um, you wouldn't happen to have, like, several of those knives maybe good for throwing? I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> um, he says, well, one second. And he hops onto the rowboat and uh, comes back with a set of 12 throwing knives. Ooh. Um, they're just, they're weaponized pairing knives, basically. Um, the sharpest knives you've ever seen um arthur kind of like fiddles with it and like uh like feels his like fingertip on the edge of the blade um would you like to try one out yeah i want to throw it at something please don't hit anybody <laughs> uh so he uh takes uh, a large green fruit out and um he says um this fruit smells so terrible it's illegal to cut one open and then he throws it uh, in the air. If we, if you hit it, if you can't see it, we will smell it. 
Um, Arthur, do finesse plus aim, and I will allow this. I'll tell you what. I'll do this normal. But if you can hit this thing, then I'll allow you to use throwing knives uh, with the same bonuses as your bow. Oh, sick. If you can't hit it, then you got to go back to guns. That's, <laughs> that's such a good incentive. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll roll that. So, unfortunately, it won't be as good as your, your bear bow, but you will be able to use all your original bow tricks. Um, a zero, and you straight up hit one of the <laughs> People, not Lady Mo, but you, you straight up hit somebody. Um, a one raise, and uh, you hit uh, either Sinead or Q. I'll throw a... I'll do a coin toss. Uh, two, and you miss. A three, um, and you hit it. Any more than that, you can make for later. That was probably the luckiest roll of my fucking life. I just rolled three <laughs> consecutive tens on the same die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear I would never make that up. I can I I can't like show you that because it was the same die. But I thought you were making that face because you were gonna have to hit one of us. Yeah, no, I got like <laughs> seven <nailed>. races. <laughs> oh my word! Oh my you found a loophole. <laughs> wow! And your bow, uh, your bow curse. So the oh, yeah, the to, wow. To be fair, so the I, I rolled two I... raises just normally, and then I rolled a ten. So that would have gotten me to three anyway. But then I rolled a fourth and a fifth, I think. So I ended up with five, not seven. I want to be clear. If you want to spend all of, uh, if you want to spend all of them, all five, um, I'll add a bonus onto the knives as well. Or you can bank them for later. Okay, I'll I'll definitely spend all five to get that raise bonus okay. on a thrown weapon. So now Arthur's just about throwing weapons. I fuck with this entirely. <laughs> um, the Cathay throwing knife slices right through uh, the mysterious fruit. The smell of rotting meat, uh, sickly sweet, enters uh, your nostrils and it explodes uh, above uh, the jungle of trees. Um, the uh, Noi looks at you and says, "Well done. In fact, you can keep those. They'll serve you well. Um, these throwing knives give a plus one to finesse um, when you use them." Thank you. And damn, that um, fruit smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can. Uh, so Lady Mo says, "By the way, how did uh, how did you get to Cathay anyway?" And in the background, you can hear uh, the same sea shanty being sung quietly, and then louder, and louder, and louder, um, and a mysterious cloud um, sails over the uh, sails over the uh, the island, as you can hear the distant laughter of Ron and the sea shanty disappearing in the distance. Special thanks for this episode goes to Devin Arnold, Kenneth Shaughnessy, Jacob Eck, and Daniel Klinger for lending their voices as the singing shanty pirates. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place 
to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.